0: Welcome to Highway Diary. I'm your host, Eric Hollerbach. Um, yesterday, I was at the funeral of Ben Sefton at the University Methodist Church. And um, he was a good friend of mine, and we, I ended up knowing him for the last six months of his life. You know, uh, this podcast is all about, I go do, do a show with a comedian... We record a podcast or I have conspiracy people on. And, you know, so that's what the show is. It's very routine. A couple times a month, I seek out someone like Ben and record a podcast. And I recorded with him August 2nd, 2023. And he passed away August 13th, 2023. That's when uh, his family reached out and said, you know what i did was not just record a podcast i recorded their son's last will and testimony um which was not my intention going in but it was um you know i don't know if i was in the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the right time but that that is what it was and um 2 days ago i had breakfast uh with pat uh ben's mom who's a beautiful lady And um, she gave me some details that, um, you know, he lived by himself in his own house. Um, Ben claims that he worked from the ages of 14 to 34 to afford his own three-bedroom house. Um, And someone was walking their dog August 13, 2023 in the morning. And they noticed that um, water was pouring out the front door. So she thought that was strange, so she called in a wellness check, and the police come into the house eventually, and they see that the bathtub is running, that's what's pouring the water out the front door, Ben had drawn himself a bath, and he had walked outside into his backyard, and um, he was drinking, and you know, here in Austin, Texas, we've had like 47 days in a row, over a hundred, and um... You know, An Idle Mind is the devil's playground. He was on disability um, for schizoaffective disorder, which also is associated with taking medication for. Um, He also had some kind of cocaine issues at times in his life. You know, this just reminds me of... um, You know, in Austin, Texas, they were searching for a killer in Lady Bird Lake. Oh, my God, there's a killer out there killing people in Lady Bird Lake. Bodies are washing on shore in Lady Bird Lake. Well, my friend Eric uh, from the boxing club, he would inflate a raft, put DJ equipment on it, and float out on Lady Bird Lake and DJ for these um, people who are rolling on MDMA and drinking. Now, when you're drinking on MDMA in a, in a lake, and it's 115 degrees, not only that, but the sun is reflecting off of the water, the brackish water, and pushing back in your head, so you're kind of getting like two points of sun contact. And you're drinking to keep the buzz going, and it's, you're getting more and more dehydrated, as soon as I heard there was a killer at Lady Bird Lake, because bo- they kept finding bodies washing on shore, I was like, ooh, officer, pick me, pick me, I know what's going on. What's going on is people are dehydrating, passing out, and getting uh, drowned. Case closed. That's what's happening, because as I would stand next to my friend on this raft DJing... um." I was kind of playing bodyguard because it's quite dangerous situation. He's on a raft with a generator, uh, a diesel generator to power his laptop and to power the speakers that are pumping out, you know, EDM music and fucking drunkos would be like hitting me in the back with a fucking metal canoe. And I'm like, hey man, like, you know, I don't want that metal canoe to puncture this raft. So like, uh, watch where you're aiming it. You want to fight? How about you just fucking don't bump into this raft? No, I don't want to fight. Do you want to fight? And then people would be smoking cigarettes. The embers would be going onto it. There was a lot of puncture points where it was a very dangerous situation. And trying to just give the the most basic health and safety of like, hey, this generator should not go into Lady Bird, la- electrocute everybody. You want to fight? So, like, you tell anybody anything here in Texas sometimes, and um, emotional intelligence is not Texas's strong suit. It's civil liberties, which was kind of genius during the COVID lockdown because we didn't close down and our economy exploded. But then we have some cultural issues about not being stubborn, retarded. That was the other thing I noticed about uh, Ben Sefton is, um, you know, he had he was in the spirit world most of the time. And if you listen to Highway Diary, episode 385, he told this story about how, oh, my dad got me a car, but, um, you know, he got mad at me for driving without a license. So, you know, I guess he took it back to teach me some sort of lesson. Some sort of lesson. Like, the car can be impounded and you'll not have it forever because you were too stubborn to go through the process of getting a license to drive legally. But that, like, putting five sentences together that makes sense, it's like he would start, like, um, I don't want to trash the guy past um, his death, and I'm going to read my speech that I gave at the funeral, but, you know, look at how he passed away. He was just drunk in his backyard and poured himself a, a bath to cool down and then didn't put A to B together to realize when he overextended himself to turn the water off, get in the cold bath, maybe with some ice in there, and shellacks a bit, because he wanted to keep the buzz going, as a lot of people have in Lady Lake, from my experience. Um, I know the world is not fair. I know that minimum wage doesn't keep with living expenses and Alcoholism and drug addiction are diseases of despair. Um, but that's not a reason not to fight for your own life. You know, we there's a lot of points to a lot of reasons to be upset about things. Um, but you you're just gonna drag other people's raft down if you don't get your own fucking canoe in order. So it's not a it's not a reason never give yourself the reason to give up cop out you know I met some of Ben's friends and they also kind of connected some dots for me because um you know their behavior at the funeral and then was kind of their their personalities were altered at the reception after and that's all I'll say about that um but his family's beautiful um Brooke, his, his dad, Pat, his mom, and Kyle, his brother, uh, seem like a really good guy. Ugh. So I'm going to read Kyle's um, Kyle's uh, testimony that was read by his fiance. Uh, ben was an entrepreneur, an idealist, an intellect, a comedian, a friend, and a beloved son. He was my only sibling, and he lived to be 38 years young. Ben had a razor-sharp wit, an extraordinary mind, awash with humor, intelligence, and passion. His youthful exuberance and stoke undeniable. He loved to turn life's challenges into punchlines, honest and transparent about his hardships. Ben loved to remind us all that laughter, could often be the best spoon for our struggles, along with Abilify or Zoloft. My brother was a professional who worked a lot of different jobs and angles throughout his life. If Ben's IT IQ was off the charts, his punchlines were interstellar. Whenever he would talk about wanting to spend more time in the cloud, I just assumed, assumed he was taking a smoke break. Joke's on me. Fortunately for all those who knew him, Ben had clocked out this world for a new gig in the cosmos. Capable of so much more here on earth, I imagine how him now as the IT director of the heavens. In honoring Ben's memory, let us not only celebrate his incredible personality, but also acknowledge his passion for mental health advocacy. Ben would encourage us to reach out to those who are silently battling with their demons and let them know that they are not alone. My brother was undoubtedly taken from us too soon, but his legacy lives on in the fortunate few who knew him. He was a brilliant mind with a beautiful soul, and his memory will forever be cherished in our hearts. Brother, I ask you tonight for your grace, despite my pride, to be blessed with your forgiveness, despite my doubt. I ask for your spirit to soothe us through these troublesome times. Please grant us the courage to face the unknown with dignity and divine hearts of acceptance. From the beginning to the end, the Alpha to the Omega, the Abilify to the Zoloft, V con Dios, with eternal love, Kyle Ashton Sefton, uh, later, um, so that was written by his, uh, read by his girlfriend or fiance, um, lovely lady, and, uh, then, uh, Kyle got up at the end and read a letter Ben sent him from prison, which to just summarize was, hey bro, dude, bro, so I got a little jammed up here. I had thrown a brick through a window of a CVS as a stunt to advocate for mental health. Unfortunately, it resulted in getting a little jammed up. Anyway, uh, let's go to Amsterdam sometime. Yeah, Amsterdam. That sounds like a good idea. And then Kyle was like, yeah, let's go to Amsterdam. Okay. Um, uh, And then he pointed out people at the funeral who had help give him uh, bail loans, and, um, you know, things of that nature. I I had rehearsed uh, my speech uh, several times, uh, and I hope I don't cry on my podcast. I'm going to do this once. (sighs) I met Ben because he posted to an Austin Comedians Facebook group. That he needed a ride to some shows. So I started taking him around. But we had this rain cloud around us. We kept getting in bad luck. The five or six times we went out, either the mic was cancelled, or the room was rented out for karaoke, or there was a wedding, or someone had a quinceañera and a toothache, the power would go out in the building. But the things he would tell me in the car along the way were much more interesting than what he could say on stage. He once said casually, Oh yeah, when I was arrested in New Orleans in solitary confinement, I was in communication with a spirit that drowned during Hurricane Katrina. They were locked in this very room I was locked in, and as the water level rose, they drowned, and I was haunted by the desperation of being drowned in a room that you can't escape. But this person was my best friend in the cell. Ben was sensitive to this kind of information. Schizoaffective. That's a funny way Western atheist intelligentsia label what they can't see or understand. He once also told me about the time a demon occupied his television. So he threw a ninja store at it. It's hard in this realm to quantify what mischief prevented with the demon being vanquished. You know, our world is binary. There's men and women, right and left, black and white, night and day, Democrats, Republicans, winners and losers, married and unmarried. There's the gravity holding you down and your strength to hold yourself up. There's the living and the dead. There is a tree sprouting from dirt, and there is an infinite life energy uh, on the other side, pushing its roots down through the rock and clay, reaching its leaves up towards the light. Ben wasn't concerned with the facade this realm projects. He was on the other side most of the time anyway. Unencumbered by the mundanity of practicality. But what comforted me most about Ben's passing is for what most Western materialists passing over, it would be a jarring transition to make. Where's my makeup case? Khloe Kardashian would say, for example. Do I look okay? Trying to impress God with her facade, hiding her soul. For Ben, I imagined he walked right through the threshold, picked up his trophy for killing the TV demon, and was given another assignment. Don't be surprised if you hear a familiar voice from the other side, encouraging you to make the right choice, or discouraging you from making the wrong one. It could be Ben, adept at the other realm, with a mission for you. I imagine God's first words to Ben we're finally you're here. Here, take these ninja throwing stars. It's easier to see demons from this side of the curtain. I have worked for you. I'm gonna miss you, Ben Sefton. Uh, I don't know why, but I was at the end. Uh, I was there at the end for you, brother. And uh, you were there for me. And you were a good friend. And you know, I lived in L.A. for six years and I can't live in L.A. anymore. I'm going to be back in April 2024 to uh, stay with my friend Jeff Reeves and do some shows and podcasts. But I had to get out of L.A. because uh, people are very pretentious and they give you your resu- their resume, and which is full of internships they call full jobs, which is filled with, you know... Uh, people that they've seen on IMDb that they call their girlfriend. Everyone is just status lying to get the next big gig. It wouldn't occur to Ben to lie. It wouldn't occur to him to be pretentious in any way ever. Um, And that's why I trust him. He, He told you exactly where he was at. Demons and all and uh we need more people like that i just wish that he had a level of practicality to take care of his own body and uh you know when i went over his house to do the podcast you know there were pizza boxes everywhere there was you know uh you know half eaten Fast food that was thrown in the corner—it's like stiff, like stuff like this—you can't ignore your nutrition or your health. Um, but I think he—he he was so convinced that this, that reality, was bullshit, that um, impracticality was for the peasants, that um, he kind of thought he had the cheat code to life, and maybe he did. I, I don't know what his assignment is on the other side okay this has been highway diary i i can't remember i have tears in my eyes uh in loving memory of ben sefton bye bye